his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. This is Issues 2019. I'm Steve McIntosh, and our guest is Wichita Business Journal editor Bill Roy. Bill, welcome to the Issues 2019. Well, thanks for having me. Seems Appreciate like it. We got together last year. That's right. <laughs> and you're back. Yeah. You've been in, you and I have been acquainted for several years, but some of our listeners may not know about you. Give us just a brief biography of your professional life, and remember, this is only a 24 minute. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Bill. Make it brief, huh? Okay. Well, after I graduated from high school, I grew up in the Kansas City area, graduated high school. My brother got back from Vietnam, and he he was uh, in radio. So I thought that was a neat thing. And I went to, uh, after a year of not working, after a year of working at a uh, dairy, uh, I then went to K-State, was there for five years, got a job out in Garden City, went to Kansas City in radio. Then came down here in 1988 to uh, KFDI. Mm-hmm. And then uh, how did you get from there to the Business Journal? Well, uh, KFDI for six years, oh, the, yeah. the Eagle for three, uh, Channel 12 for about four and a half, and then um, over to a private company for about five months when you and I connected again, yep. and then uh, over to uh, the Business Journal. And I started in 2002, became editor in May of 2003. Wow, you climbed the ladder in a hurry there. I've been kicked out of every newsroom in town, yeah, that's for sure. You went to Wichita Business Journal, and you, you missed a few long rungs going up the ladder. <laughs> Say, uh, so where did your brother work? What stations? Was uh, he he was City? up in Colorado, in, in Sterling, Col- Colorado, KGEK in Sterling, Colorado. Okay, so you got the bug, huh? Yeah, it was fun. But- I, I was, we were riding along in a car, and I heard his voice on the radio, and he was sitting next to me, and I couldn't figure out how it how how is this happening? I was I think nine years old. <laughs> he said, "Oh, it's on tape." What well, tape? What the heck is that? Well, so. and just to backtrack a little. You're you're in Kansas City, and uh, did, did you get the bug there? The radio bug? Yeah, I'll, you know, I was a big top forty radio guy with WHB, the world's happiest broadcasters, and KCMO, and and Super Q, and all that. Loved radio. Bob just Mead. loved radio. Huh? You Bob, bet Bob Mead was was I knew in a few there. Of those guys, you yeah. bet, and uh, Charles Gray over at WDAF. And wow. So, yeah, really, really loved listening to those guys. Now, uh, now, how long have you been at the Business Journal, Bill? Business Journal uh, for what sixteen years now. So, yeah, really, seven, Are going you on seventeen. Me? Yeah, hard to believe. Wow. Yeah. It is hard to believe because I and we like, and I, I started doing reports on KNSS on KNSS a month after I got there. Wow! Only about thirty days, and then we were doing reports, and we've been doing reports ever since. Now, uh, is this journal part of a national company? Isn't that the way it works? Yes, American City Business Journals, and we've got forty markets around the country that actually put together. Uh, papers every week. We have three markets that do not, and they're the largest markets, New York, L.A., and Chicago. They have just a digital-only presence. How much of that can you rely on them, or 
do you, uh, for information stories, do you right. get some pretty good stories out of We each try other? to be as local as possible, but there are times when, for example, Seattle will do a big Boeing story and we'll pull something for that, or maybe St. Louis with their defense. Uh, and we'll pull that over. Uh, yeah, we can take and trade from market to market. Talk a little bit about uh, putting out a weekly paper. How many people do you have working at the Journal, Bill? Well, uh, at this point, I've got seven people on my editorial staff. i got a research person who puts together all those top 25 lists. Then I've got the guy who designs the paper. I've got uh, a photographer who does some digital reporting as well. I have an associate editor uh, who is kind of my second in command, and then I have two reporters. Uh, so seven of us in all doing stories for the Wichita Business Journal. You know, and, and what about do you have a do you have a sales team there? As yeah, well? we've got uh, fifteen people I think all together. That's uh, with a sales staff of four people. We have events people. Events are very important to our business. So. Oh, yeah. uh, we have two people who are in charge of events, and then our publisher. You do a lot of events. Yeah, I mean, yeah. They, we, from time to time, we we want you on the radio in the morning. Say, "Well, I got to go do this. Got to yeah. do that." So yeah, we they do, keep you busy. Uh, yeah, you bet. We, we and and that's a a part of our business that has grown over the last few years because I think everybody's seen what's going on with journalism and and paid journalism. Those types of things, having to pay for stories. Well, we've tried to broaden out our business. Uh, we've got a signature event every month. For example, we just did our CFO awards. We're about to do our HR professionals awards. We'll do family business awards in March. So, uh, yeah, that keeps us busy. That stuff, and then, that stuff so locks you into the business community so yeah, well. And it, it's so much fun to be able to we, – we obviously make those connections, and we're able to give people congratulations on our job well done. Uh, but also, it's uh, it's a way for us, like you say, to uh, really get deep into the business community and and uh, broaden out our business. Tell us a little bit about the journal's presence on the web. Yeah, we have a twenty. It's pretty much a twenty four seven web operation now. If there's a story that's breaking in the Wichita area, we're gonna we're gonna put it up as soon as possible. And uh, we have uh, two daily emails that go out. One about eight o'clock in the morning. It's free. We have another one that goes out about three o'clock in the afternoon. It's also free, and you click on stories in that email that we produced during the day. What you're doing, what we're doing right now, you kind of do the same or, or similar uh, in a podcast. Right. We've, How often uh, do you do those? those every week. Half yep. hour, an hour? How, those are about, we, we try to keep it, our philosophy was a, 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 a commute in the Wichita area is about 18, 19 minutes. Right. So we try to keep it around 20 minutes so somebody can listen to it in their car. And uh, we've been doing it. Equity Bank has been the sponsor, and we appreciate that. 88 episodes. We'll do episode 89 this week. Wow. You're staying busy. Yeah, you bet. You've got an uh, excellent vantage point on, on anything to do with the local business scene, as you've been expressing there, the business climate. Right. So what do you think the climate in the Wichita area for uh, 2019 is going to be? Are, are uh, people optimistic? Yeah, I think so. I think, you know, we've seen lots of things happening downtown. We've got a new ballpark that's going to be built. We've got uh, new development in the downtown core area with a new hotel and some other things. And we understand there's going to be some big announcement here pretty soon soon about another big uh, project downtown. Delano has really done well. Other parts of town, whether it's northwest uh, near Mays, New Marketplace, 29th and Greenwich. Um, now, the challenge is uh, we take the good with the, the maybe not so good, 
Spirit Aerosystems, obviously, has come out and said in the last couple of years they need 2,400 new people. Well, we need to find the people to fill those jobs, and then a lot of those jobs, a lot of those people who are filling those jobs are coming from the uh, aerospace uh, subcontractors. In, those, in town. Right. So they're and just so, jumping jobs. Exactly. And so now those subcontractors, those smaller shops, are having really a struggle to find those folks. I think that's our big challenge in 2019 is to be able to fill our jobs and, and create a bigger workforce. I've got, I've got a couple of questions written about that for you already, but let's just go ahead and talk about it a little bit. Mm-hmm. How do you – I wonder how you, you – how do you do that? How do you go out and, and find those people? The, I guess – you know, advertise somehow yeah, in I other think markets, so. yeah. but, you know, you, it, that's expensive. Yeah, that's, you bet. Uh, there has to be a plan, and I think there is a plan. For example, the Wichita Promise Move from the uh, WSU Tech folks, they've been able to convince some people to move to Wichita, get some training that we can use them and do, they can join the workforce. Some of them have actually bought homes in the Wichita area, so that pro- that program has seen some some benefits, uh, but I tell you, it's 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 an uphill struggle to be able to say, "Come to Wichita, we've got jobs," and and you know, let's uh, let's face it, you've really got to make a case for Wichita and how great it is to be That's able right. to get people here. And you, and you, another part of that labor, the whole labor thing here in town is that there are a lot of people, uh, a good many people my age or maybe a little younger, a little older, who are saying, "You know, it's time for me to leave the workplace." Right. And some of those people, present company excluded, some of those people are pretty good at what they do. <laughs> They've got a lot of experience, right. and, and they're valuable. There's the whole retirement situation, yeah. too, creating another void in our workforce. How are we going to replace those folks, uh, those baby boomers who are saying, it's time for me to uh, mm-hmm. you know, take it easy. I want to enjoy life. Mm-hmm. And so I, I think more baby boomers are working longer. I think you and I will probably work longer than, you know, we're not going to retire yeah. at, at a young age. But right. I think uh, I, I, I think that's a big challenge as well, is figuring out how do we how do we backfill all these jobs yeah. that we have. It's a good problem to have, yeah. but we've, we've got challenges. Well, I'll speak for you. I think if you and I retire, nobody could possibly replace well, us. Well, that's exactly right. <laughs> It's been a long period of recovery since yeah. 2008 for this market. Yeah. Uh, and I was seeing some, the mayor was saying the other day that we are positioned now, uh, they had some ranking where they're like the second best recession proof town in America or something. I, that surprises I, uh, that me. That makes me nervous when somebody yeah. says we're refre- repre- no, no, uh, recession proof. <laughs> can't yeah. even say it. I'm so nervous about it. <laughs> I think, you know, uh, there are lots of things that could go wrong. That, you know, you don't wish for them, obviously, but. Um, you want to protect yourself. You want to make sure that the economy is diverse. I don't think we're as diverse as we like to be, uh, yeah. as we would like to be. And uh, but healthcare, you know, there's a lot of there's yeah. a lot of work to to do in healthcare. There's obviously aviation and manufacturing. Oil and gas is struggling a bit and may struggle through 2019. So, uh, but things are looking better at the at least at the aircraft plants right now. I think so, and the outlook for business jets is better too. Obviously, Spirit handles the commercial side, but the outlook for business jets we understand is maybe not as strong as they thought it was going to be late eighteen. But we have some forecasts in early nineteen that it's still going to be a strong market for business jets, and obviously that's good for 
Cessna, Textron Aviation, Bombardier. And when you talk about them, you're talking about those little subcontractors too. Right. Absolutely. All the, those companies that depend so much on those bigger companies. You're listening to Issues 2019 on the Intercom radio stations, and our guest is Wichita Business Journal editor Bill Roy. You know, Bill, uh, Wichita seems to be facing uh, an unusual dilemma, as you were saying, plenty of jobs, but not enough qualified workers. And we're talking about looking around the rest of the country. I'm, I'm just thinking, you know, if I'm somebody, I say, okay, the city comes to me and says, I want you to go find me some jobs, and I'm a marketing person. I don't even know where I would start. But <laughs> right. you, you, can't, you can't really go out and take ads in newspapers, I wouldn't think, you, but you got to do something social. Yeah, that's, that's there are a, some it, of those things that are going on. I think Spirit has had a job fair in Dallas, I think, in the past year or so. I think Textron has also done that as well. Uh, I think you have to be strategic about it. And I, From what we understand, those companies are looking at other manufacturing hubs around the country and uh, looking at their job force and seeing if there's there are ways to get those people to come to Wichita to fill those jobs. Attracting and retaining workers, the big challenge. What, yeah. What, are, what do you think our top selling points are for this community? Well, I think obviously, the, as I mentioned before, the low commute time, you can buy more house here than you can in so many other places in the country. It's a great place to raise a family. Mm-hmm. Um, we, you know, it's a, almost a cliche now. We don't have mountains. We don't have beaches. But what we do have is a lot of green space. We have a, a great uh, standard of living, a great quality of life. It's getting better. It's, there are some improvements. So uh, those are some of the selling points, and hopefully we're uh, shouting it from the rooftops. You know, my wife, uh, Shelly, worked eight years at uh, Renner Center. Right. And that was she was in charge of, well, not in charge, but she was helping to bring the executives in, some pretty high-priced guys right. and people coming in from around the country. They all said basically the same thing. I can get a lot of more house for my money than Absolutely. I could in Miami or wherever they were from. You know, we, we take, used to take the best in business trip out to California, and we look at some of the homes there in the Napa Valley area, just a small home, maybe a two-bedroom home. How much is that worth? Oh, about a million dollars. Yeah. It's it's crazy, and so to be able to come to Wichita and get a nice house, be in a nice neighborhood, and you know they're they're doing it at Coke Industries and Invista. We bring in a lot of executives there. Thank goodness for Coke Industries and Invista being here, you yeah. know, and not you know looking at other companies to to locate. Well, that's just when I talk. I talk about Rena Center, right? Talk about Pizza Hut, talk about other corporations. Coleman have come and gone, right? We need to get a couple here and just keep them here. Somehow. Absolutely, <laughs> you know that's a big that's a big difference from from when you and I were were younger in the seventies and eighties. We had people who were, for example, Boeing. Uh, those their their CEO was invested in the community. Uh, Jordan Haynes, for example, at Bank Four, oh, yeah. local big banker, he was invested in the community. Coleman uh, Jones was invested in the community. We see some of these companies that are no longer really. They're based here, but they have CEOs that kind of come and go, like Spirit has. Now, I think Tom Gentile at Spirit is a little bit more invested in the community, but not like uh, they were in the past, for example. So we're looking for some of those folks to step up and uh, really be community players and, and care about Wichita. So let's change, change gears a little bit. What are your thoughts on the new stadium? Well, I... I no, I'm talking about the new Wichita downtown stadium. Right, okay. right. Um, it was interesting that the rendering that we saw when it was announced is a lot different from the rendering that we saw the other day, the renderings that came out last week. Um, you know, I, I, 
I'm underwhelmed. <laughs> well, no, no offense, guys, no, but I'm but under, underwhelmed. We, t- we put it to our emerging leaders. We have a group of emerging leaders, about 50, 75 of them, who get together with us in roundtables. They also were underwhelmed. Uh, they want Wichita to take big, bold action, uh, and they're not convinced that this is it. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, maybe as, as time goes on, maybe some design changes and, and uh, you know, as it, as it connects to the other things that are around it, we'll, we'll have a better feeling about it. I don't know if you remember Jack DeBoer saying that the keep, keeper of the plane should be 300 feet tall. Should be not 60 at least, feet. Exactly. It should feet. be at least one foot taller than the Statue of Liberty. I remember him rolling <laughs> yeah. out that plan. It was yeah. a $300 million plan for downtown Wichita. He was scoffed at, and Jack well, DeBoer was a visionary. Jack's a visionary. He's a dreamer. He's yeah. A, he saw things. And yeah. I think we little, maybe we need a little more of that, huh? I, I agree. And, and one point that uh, our emerging leaders brought up last week was, you know, we, we, get these, we get these big proposals that are kind of, then our expectations are dropped down a little bit. Mm. You remember Waterwalk speaking of Jack DeBoer. Yeah. Bass Pro, we're going to get Bass Pro in there, and we got Gander Mountain, and there's really not a lot of development around that around that area. Right. Uh, River Vista is going to be not only apartments, but it's going to be some retail in there and some other things that are connected to the river. Well, it's it's apartments at this point. Yeah. And so there have been things that have been, you know, big out of the gate and the expectations kind of dialed back a little bit. And are, that's what that's what they hope are, doesn't are, happen are in the future. Just, too realistic, too pessimistic sometimes? I think sometimes, but they also say, you know, if you're going to build it, build it, you yeah. know, and do something, uh, and I, especially the younger the younger generation of leaders in Wichita. Where do you uh, think we're headed on the Arts and Convention Center or centers? Well, you know, I, I think that decision is going to be a ways away. You know, Mary Beth Jarvis is the uh, chair of that committee. And they were kind of hoping to have something back to the community or a recommendation to city council late last year, early this year. But I think they want to get more public input. That could be a year away. You know, they could say they could take this entire year on the performing arts side. Now, I'm hearing that as far as the convention side of things. That may move a little faster. That doesn't take as long to do, and they could get that up and running. And we're thinking and, there's going to be separate things. Yes, yes, yeah. absolutely. Uh, yeah. And it's a, it's a good point. It's a good point. Do you? I wonder sometimes. Do we ask for too much community input? I think I mean, sometimes. To, I mean, how much is enough? A, if we're going to pay for it, these people are the taxpayers, right? Right. But yeah. At what point do you say, okay, that's good? You know, right. I give input around here, and it's pretty much ignored. But I, 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 well, <laughs> you know. But, well, and you know, and let's say you have equal voices on on either side. There may be more than one side. Yeah. Okay. Who do you go with? Uh, not doing anything is not an option. So you got to at some point say, okay, this is our direction. This is where we're going, and this is what we're going to do. I think we probably need a dictator instead of a mayor today. <laughs> Make those or a benevolent dictator <laughs> yeah. who, yeah, Make those decisions. I appreciate your input, and here's where we're going. And as know? long as we agree with it, we'll be okay. Sure. Okay. So tell us about the uh, Wichita Business Journal's efforts. Uh, you, you brushed on this a minute ago to recognize excellence in various professions and businesses. I would think you guys talk about physicians, and I would think a physician is 
you know, so above being flattered in any way, you know. Or, but I bet they chew it up. I bet they really like it. Yeah, the recognition. I, yeah, I think so. I think, you know, there are opportunities, especially, for example, like CFOs or HR professionals. Those folks are behind the scenes. They're not CEOs. They're True. not in the news all the time. They're behind the scenes. And so they don't get some of the credit that they're due. Uh, we do a best doctors or healthcare heroes. Those are guys who are kind of out. You recognize some of the names uh, you know, of the physicians here in town. But it's also important to give them some recognition, too, I think. And so and then there are the organizations best in business, those who uh, do really well at, uh, at, at, at putting together companies that do a lot, not only in their, in their industry, but their community. Um, and then the you know, best places to work, that's a score of the employees. The employees take a survey. Yep. The surveys are tabulated. There's a score, and we talk about, yeah, these companies do well every year. And for Schofield Honda is one of those things that, one of those companies who's a finalist every year, it seems like. You're, you're one of a few people I know, Bill, who, uh, who's worked in radio, television, and print. Uh, I'm not going to ask you for your favorite, but... Oh, go ahead. What, what's your favorite? <laughs> <laughs> I love radio. I love the immediacy of radio. I, I know you're I doing lo- that podcast. Yeah, just same yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. I, I just love, you know, us talking, having a having a conversation, and people listening and and learning, and uh, doing the news. I think the immediacy of news is so important, and um, I just love radio. What's your impression of local television? Uh, I think it's interesting. We ask a question, for example, of all our career women participants and our emerging leaders, who gets the daily paper, who watches local news, who listens to radio, those right. types of things. Very few people, fewer and fewer people even have cable television, and even fewer people say they watch 5, 6, 10 o'clock news. Locally? Locally. Oh, wow. Yeah. You're kidding me. No. And it's surprising to me. And so I think local news really has to rethink what they're doing. You know, well, that formula has been around for 40 years. I think they're, they really have to be more interactive and they have to find different ways to tell stories or there's, there's going to be changes. They're going to continue to watch their audience go away. We saw what's happened with newspapers. Yeah, absolutely. It's been tough. And a, mm-hmm. a community is stronger with a strong daily newspaper. I hate to see what's going on up the street from me, the place I worked at with people who are my friends yeah, bless and, them. yeah. yeah. Well, we, we've been able to take advantage of that kirk seminoff is my associate editor i'm glad for that but yeah, yeah. who's uh now who has influenced you along the way can you think of one or two people who have been a really yeah. good influence in uh i i have to say my my mentor up at k-state was a guy named richard baker i think you know richard uh from extension radio up there at k-state he's been there for 30 40 years he's just retiring uh, great guy, taught me a lot about doing news and, and, and especially about longer form news. Also, uh, old Dan Dillon. Dan uh, Dillon, who was at KFDI for years and also is now with the district attorney's district office. Attorney's office. He's been a good friend, but also uh, when I got to Wichita, taught me so much about covering spot news, local news, mm-hmm. breaking news. Uh, so those are two, huh? Yeah, and and, and you got to mention me, or Steve not. <laughs> McIntosh. You know, being being a Hall of Famer. Yeah, please, please, you no. know. More, more. <laughs> we no, are, but I think, is, uh, you know what the thing is? We're, there's ham in us. We do oh, sure, like we sure. love the attention. You but, know. I mean, that's, that's part of what, what you do and why you do it. Yeah. Um, and I think 
there are folks you listen to on the radio or watch on TV, you emulate, and that becomes part of what you do. Sure. I know I've absorbed some of the things that you do on the air, and uh, that's part of my either delivery or the way I re- report news. You we know? learn from each other, you competitors. Bet. You're yeah. right. Hey, uh, here's a big question for okay. you. You got a name for the new minor league baseball team? Oh man, this is I'll our tell final you. question. Yeah, I, 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 you I like something. Any, you I, don't want anything too cute. You right. like something that's got some, you know. But you know, the baby cakes. Uh, the the thing is, you've got to find something. Well, you don't gotta, but you you should find something that is appealing locally, but also. You can buy some merchandise. The baby cakes were big on merchandise. Yeah. So I don't know. They're talking about the wind socks. You mm. know, I don't. I don't know. I haven't heard one that really, you know, knocks my hat in the creek. So. All right. Well, we've got time, I guess, to think about it. Yeah. About two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> hey, thanks for doing this. this my pleasure. Thanks I for think, having me. I think we could do this every week. Don't you, you bet. That'd be fun. <laughs> Our guest is Wichita Business Journal editor Bill Roy. That's all for this edition of Issues 2019. We'll be back next week. Thank you for listening. I'm Steve McIntosh. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone.